0: Okay, so who's speaking first, lads? This is going to be a bit <laughs> awkward. There's yeah, three of me. us, right? Welcome to another body. episode of Optimize <laughs> Your Body. But uh, I don't know how optimized this is going to be, right, Sean? With uh, Big Sean in the house, as you were just saying, off air? Boy,
1: oh, he's throwing me under the bus straight away. <laughs> straight, in. <laughs> straight in there. Well, look, normally you talk to health professionals about very serious subjects uh, to, in order to help the, improve their lives. I don't know... If that's the tone of today's conversation, but we'll see how we go.
0: We'll see, we'll see <laughs> where we go. I'm going to keep that to me, the tone of the conversation, yes. right? Let, let yeah. me control that. But no, we were just saying uh, we having a few beers beforehand, right? Or having a few beers whilst doing it. You know what I mean? Like we should do that next time. Like we just said, right? 100%. We'll probably be we having a few beers after this, right? And then no one—that's where we, all the goal is going to be.
1: No one's going to listen to that podcast because exactly. we won't be able to
0: release it. It does <laughs> happen. To, it does happen. You already drink. Remember we were doing that before? We were talking about it in well, the in the pub before. Yeah, right? We had a good chat last week, didn't okay, we? Okay, I haven't drank for ten weeks. I want to put that out there, right? Really? You know what I mean? I don't want to sound he's, like he's, an alcoholic. An you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm he was fine. watching
2: me having a few pints last week, and <laughs> yeah. he was drooling,
0: but he held himself back. I've just I've just had Doctor Sean Baker on, right? So I've gone down a few pegs now. So i just going to put that one out there. No, but we were talking before. We're having a few beers and. I was just like Writing my notes and shit It was just like fire Sometimes you just loosen up Don't you When have a few drinks You just like Yeah every time <laughs> <laughs> Big Sean does Yeah 100 How's it going lads Anyway um, How's things going I haven't seen you for a while Actually Sean
1: Yeah I haven't seen you Since we did uh, the last podcast So mm. yeah Been good Business is good Life is good mm. Yeah my life isn't difficult you, You've been Fantastic. traveling Around the world don't mate? Don't, Yeah when did I see you last? Yes, I have. Oh, yeah, Mr. Mr. Tour in the world, did not he? Isn't he touring the
0: world? When did I see you last? Was it before? You saw me I... Just before the UK. Oh, I know the New Zealand and uh, Australia Oh, was that the before that then? Okay. Yeah, it was back in June, right? That was, or something oh, like that? Mate, I've been all over the world since then, mate. Ten, he's mate. been all over the world. This guy's <laughs> a high flyer. <laughs> yeah, this guy's getting too fancy for us now, isn't he? Mate. Trying to get him on this party was a just bit so of a Just so you know, I fly economy. And, um... I will,
1: I will find the cheapest fare. I will fly Ryanair. With <laughs> oh,
0: you've been the UK. Uh, unashamedly, uh, premium, oh, yeah. premium economy. That's the goal, b- right? B- b- That's the goal. Yeah. That's the end goal. Oh, if people are like first class, yeah, premium economy. Just, yeah. By the time I'm seventy, uh, I'm I'll I'll be, happy with that. Be, be able to afford the in-flight entertainment. <laughs> well, um, I was going to say, I was going to ask you as well. How's it going with um, you know, with your missing stuff with Molly? How's it going? Great. Oh, she died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, she's just dead to me.
2: <laughs>
1: no, she's fine. She's good. <laughs> yeah, got
2: that one. Two, two times.
0: <laughs> That's right. It's the fourth podcast, right? So you've been on three now and you've been on four. I was just thinking about this, right? Ian is super competitive, right? So basically, you've done three. Now, listen, you don't understand how competitive this guy is. He's done four. What do you say to me now? This so is, we go, when are you going to win? Can we get another two in? Can we get two more in to make it 5 4? You think I'm joking as well? No, but how are you doing anyway, Ian?
2: Yeah, really good, mate. Really good. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying those. Uh, I, I, speaking of competition, he, mm-hmm. he introduced me to these ice baths, mm-hmm. and I keep sending him a picture every other day now from this ice bath. I've got like three passes to the stadium. And it's fucking great.
1: Do you yeah. just do you just take, like, a bunch of different photos or videos on the same day and then just feed them over time? Them That's all I would do. them That's all I would do. It would just do it one time for a few minutes and then just, like, reposition the camera every 30 seconds or so and then just say, like, it's a new it, day. It, it would send them on. You know, our yeah. competitive,
2: we're talking about competition. We're very com- competitive with each other, so.
0: I, I literally think... made myself sick, didn't I? I, was doing, I did, like, 11 and a half minutes and run myself down, bro. I was doing, it was, like, three three or four degrees in there or something. Maybe literally made myself mm. sick. I'm like... That's what I do. I push it too hard to the point where you know what I'm saying, like I'm literally ill. You know I mean, <laughs> have you have you done have you tried it yet, ice bath? Yeah,
1: it's not for me, eh? Uh, <laughs> you I did like, one, yeah. I don't like baths. I don't like baths at the best of times. I like a hot shower, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Look, no, I understand the um the value of it from a from a mental standpoint, and certainly a uh, the physical adaptations of it. You know, uh, are reported to be good. Again, it's it's it is what it is, and it's one of those things that for me. If someone says anecdotally that they feel much better afterwards, they feel great, who is anyone to argue? You know what I mean? It's like, I feel great doing it. I feel invigorated. Okay, great. For me, uh, I start my day exercising. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's my uh, discomfort to start the day, right, mentally. So, um, and to be honest, I'm fundamentally pretty fucking lazy. So <laughs> I can't be bothered setting the fucking thing up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if, if I had something which was more... Uh, readily available, you know, there was less friction towards getting up and getting it done. I'd be more inclined to do it, but and, and I very well may. You I, all I, these I,
0: excuses here, bloody <laughs> <hell, mate. laughs> <I mean>, You <laughs> done with the excuses? It's just,
1: it's just being honest <laughs> with myself. You know what I mean? Like no, no, no. I, I work from home, uh, both in the garage or online. At home, and I rarely drive. I rarely go anywhere. If things are
0: beyond sort of walking distance, I'm just like. Yeah. I, I was thinking this yesterday. Well, at what point does someone become an excuse, right? Because I, I, I bump into a few guys I used to do jujitsu with, right, and mm-hmm. I stopped doing it. I quit, right? Did you? So it, yeah. So in my head, I'm like, how, how come? I got to come up with. You know, when you're in your head, you're like, I got to come up with the reason. And I'm like, no, I'm just gonna say when someone asks, I quit. No. That's it. Why, you don't why, have to. You, you've got to know go when to quit, right? Yeah, so you got to know go when go to good, quit. It's good to why, quit. Sometimes. Why did you? Why did you quit? Oh, for me, mate. Here we go. With the excuses. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's trying to get me back, no, It was just he's a genuine. To get it was a genuine question. No, no, you no, can I mean, take it how you want. To be honest, man, I just didn't love it. I couldn't see me doing it long term. I couldn't sure. see me doing it long term, and a little, mate. Front squads, right? For example, that's why I stopped stopped playing rugby as well. Right, I got a few injuries, and I just—it was impacting my weight training. It wasn't because you weren't good enough, or no, partly that as well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Well, I lasted two sessions. I did it. Went to one in wherever (laughs) it was near Brookvale. I feel better now. Then I went to a second one. It was in Narrabeen when I was living over there, and the second one. And this this kid, sixteen year old kid. Purple belt, he actually taking the classes. I thought, and he goes, Yeah, come and have a roll with me. I thought, I'll smash this kid, little skinny, oh. little skinny dude. Mm. I started off, and then after two minutes, you know, you, you brute strength yeah. and hold somebody. Mm. And as you tire, next minute, he's fucking round my neck over there, and he cricked me neck. <laughs> and fucking two days, I was fucking like, yeah. Robot neck.
0: Well. And I thought, This is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm doing. I think
2: I'll quit after two sessions.
0: That, yeah. that was it, man, because my fingers doesn't require that competition. I can't do front squats anymore. And yeah, I was right. like, oh, I remember now this happened before. I couldn't do right. wrist injury from rugby, and I'm like, Ah, so as soon as it like you said, right, that's our beat. Well, that's my base, right, the strength training. Mm-hmm. So when something gets in the way of that, it's like, ah. Yeah, I know. I get that.
1: I'm I'm the same way. Like, I've just picked up just from a higher frequency than I had been doing, just training-wise. Um, picked up a bit of a nickel in the shoulder. Elbows a bit grabby at the moment. And I've thought about jujitsu because, you know, having played football my whole life, rugby league, uh, it's, it's a competitive element that's missing in my life. But at the same time, I'm too wary of picking up just something on my knee, just like, oh. Mm. going and be like oh, fuck and the bottom <laughs> line is we're all getting older Well, yeah. especially him
0: he's, yeah. he's almost I'm half I'm a century I'm old 46 but,
2: uh, now. I was <laughs> wow. I'm 46 now I'm 34 I'm
0: 36, I'm 36. but yeah. even so though it's man lovely, though. I'll take it you're a bit slow <laughs> you <yeah. laughs> fucking <laughs>
2: quicker next time I'll, I didn't know you were 46 yeah 46 man. you're a very handsome man I it I'll take it you're not bad
0: yourself that's what I'll fishing you for but it's like that with injuries though <laughs> right <laughs> because <laughs> when you start something like jujitsu, <laughs> I start like <laughs> 30 34 then you're going into if you want to do it long term Mm. right then you're going into your 40s and stuff like that you know climbing the ladder and it just does get harder can you remember when you like when you used to play rugby when you were younger and stuff when Mm. i was like 21 22 takes a massive playing football even Mm -hmm. takes a massive hits next day i'm in the gym i'm fine like you know Mm. well unless it's something really bad but like you bounce back rapidly your condition do it right so if you're you're picking that up at 34
1: you're quite literally a white belt like literally and, and figuratively for quite a while. And so your extra sword, you know, that first, Initial phase of, of introducing a stress, you're going to be more sore than you what you will be over time once you're more of a purple belt and so on. But yeah, it's it's no surprise you gave it up. Yeah, and it's, it's, as you say, it's it's on it's
2: Brand, it,
0: it's that <laughs> <laughs> Marty the Quitter.
2: <laughs> you got to know it when is, to quit, lads. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. it's a good thing. It's a good <laughs> thing. No, uh, yeah.
0: That was a great dig. Uh, yeah. That was I, I like that sure one. No, no more about quitting, yeah. boys. That got me there. Now I'm not a Quitter, but. When you need to quit, you need
2: to quit. But when, when health and fitness is your base, which it is for most people, you've got to understand that if that's not right, yeah, you're just going to fucking sink. There's no point in really putting too much stress. I'm 46 now, I know. If I start running, I can't even run full pelt now because I've got mm. my groin abductors go. I used to play a lot of mm-hmm. footy, soccer, footy, mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when, I was, when I was younger, and my groin abductors are fucked because of it. So if I run too much, if I go across, if I do like more than 15 on a treadmill, yeah. you start firing up, so mm-hmm. I have to just pull back. You know what I mean? You've got to know when to pull back. Because if I can't do my training, my mental health suffers big yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Big time.
0: 100%. And that's, and that's what keeps us going in the like long term when you think about it, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, obviously, we want to look at, But that's not what keeps you going for like decades. Like mm-hmm. In your case, you started lifting when you were, like, what, 14, 15? Right? 12.
2: 12.
0: Mm-hmm. So I well, was well, like a 19-year-old like at 12. What's that? I was built like an 18-year-old I, I can imagine, man. Yeah, you're playing you're playing
1: playing I just never you know. never grew it in. <laughs> <And> I <am laughs> just <absolutely laughs> mutant. Mutant.
0: went sideways. Yeah. can't have it all, Sean. Come no. on, man. You know what I'm saying? have a massive penis, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> How big we talking? It's also wide, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Stubby. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the girth. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's what keeps you going long-term, though, and it's all the other stuff, right? We always talk about that, but, you know, looking good. People see people looking good, but most mm. of the time, that's what keeps you going long term and it's all the other benefits you get from it, right? It's like for you, people see you lifting 200 mm. kilos, you love it, you like to challenge Mm. yourself, but to keep it going for as long as you have and get to the level you're Mm. at now with what you know and how you apply your training, right, with the volume and everything, Mm. you've got to actually, it's the mental, emotional health, it's the energy level. For sure. My
1: my goal is to get to... uh (sighs) <sighs> Ian's age and um, <laughs> just make it there no but it's I a mean, so realistic it. goal <laughs> <just make it. laughs> but be like 50 and be close to what I'm still able to do now uh, you know just scale back and be more intelligent with the intensity, with the volume, with the frequency. Even what I'm doing now across volume, intensity, and frequency is a lot less than what it was even a few years ago and certainly a lot more than – a lot less rather than a few years prior to that uh, because my recoverability just isn't what it was. Uh, And I still want to be able to lift heavy. I still want to go – Quite intensely when I train, but it's it's the acute recoverability to back up the next day. Even if with shit that I'm conditioned to, like the next day I'm just like, oh my god, like not in a bad way, but I'm like, if I was then try to if I try to hit it again hard. You're saying about footy one day and then lifting weights the next. Back in the day, you'd be fine. I can't do it repetitively day after day. I've sort of had to change my training uh, so I can be consistent. You know, I'm doing more functional training, quote-unquote functional training on a more regular basis because it's less load-based. It doesn't fuck me up
2: as much. It's mm. so funny you should say that. I might mis- asked me a question. She said, because my next big birthday to be 50. Thanks for keeping me um, a little stay away from that. And I, and I said, so she said, what do you what, what do you think you will be at 50? I said, better fucking, frame. I said. I actually said. I said. So I'll be fucking. I, I said. I guarantee you. I'll be better. I'll be healthier. Oh, I'll, I'll know more about more about nutrition and mm. shit like that. But, but one thing about strength training. And obviously, I don't strength train. Probably near either of you, what you to do, and especially what what you do. I've, I've, I've watched what you do sometimes, <laughs> and I think if you got the technique right with what you do, do mm. you think? You, you're very limited to get any injuries because the amount of people who don't get uh, attacked people who right. would look at it like sure, Sean like
0: s- right on, on Instagram. Check out the kind of wages people would look at that mm. and they wouldn't associate that with longevity, would they? What well, no, they, they wouldn't because
1: think- they, they put themselves into the they they relay what their capabilities are, uh, their abilities. To what they see, someone like myself can do. And you and an anomaly right.
0: as well. Let's be honest.
1: Well, right. yeah, it's like, and I've also been training for over 20 years. Yeah, which is and and, and I have a huge and I have a very strong genetic predisposition. Both my parents are very strong. My mom's M- very Z- strong. Check out mate.
0: We were just talking about that then. Right. Mate. Yeah,
1: my mum's 64 years old. She just deadlifted 150 kilos uh, for Ooh. with the trap bar. 150 kilos for three reps. Two days ago, she did 160 for single. Uh, Couple of weeks prior, I think it was last week, she did 140 for eight, and and so like she's she's she, and we built that up over only over six years. She hadn't trained um, with and weights prior. she had prior to any that. injuries
2: for that? Or has it helped her with her
1: mobility <clears throat> and stuff being able? To she's only that. improved across the board. Like she's had a couple of niggles here or there as you pick up, you throw stress at your body and you challenge yourself to to higher intensities, uh, load and effort wise. You're going to pick up n- little niggles here or there. She had a. Um, a glute medius sort of weakness her knee would kind of come in a little bit when she did deadlifting and squatting and stuff like that but sure saw a physio we did some work and she fixed that up and that really helped everything progress because that was a limiting factor across her bigger lifts and so that's a huge genetic sort of base that I have and I've been training for such a long time and I just love it and I've, been, and I've been very consistent since I picked it up right and so for me my ability to do that on a regular basis because I've never moved away from it it's, it's what I can do on any given day you know what I mean? And so as long as the stimulus is there on a regular enough basis, my technique is sound. It's, it's like it's there. It's not going to fall apart. My te- I'm just like riding a bike. As long as I am aware of what is going to break down, and this is what's something that I say with clients, uh, the more experienced you become, you don't have to worry about technique so much because your technique is there, right? You have to just be more aware and better at mitigating flaws before they occur, right? That's what makes someone an expert in something is in, in terms of lifting. They're no better with the execution so much as they are far better at mitigating breakdown before it happens, right? Cause you are wanting to push ourselves to the point of fatigue, but you want that as far away as possible, right? Mm. And so that's what I excel at. It's like, I know how the movement's gonna break down. I know acutely myself, how I'm gonna be potentially let down by either not being switched on mentally, maybe a little bit of lagging strength here or there, a bit of weakness here, a bit of a tightness in my adductor, which I, I get from time to time. And as long as I am aware, of that I can mitigate it to the point of you know a non-issue and you know just before coming here squatted 240 paused 220 for five and a 200 front squat Jeez.
0: in 30 minutes did you know plays a big part right but like you example, when did you how old was you, did you start lifting again so it's literally Fif- a few years. 58 58 oh. so it's never too like the thing, the thing is it's actually too late not to start right if you look at it that way when it comes to health longevity can't stress that enough how important mm. strength training is right bone yeah. density as you get older you get more 100%. frail you know muscles the longevity organ so your mum now literally look at the health benefits as well now mm. long term she'll have from that for sure i think people need to hear that because it's so mm. important as yeah. you age to have a good level of strength right
1: 100% and, well, and, and her ability well, yeah 100% her enthusiasm to train stems from her mum my, my nan is that the scottish side then or uh no. no, it's very Australian it's, side. So okay. my the so my surname obviously from my dad who's actually Canadian. But my um my nan, so my mum's mum, she had health complications later in life which were very preventable in respect to the lifestyle choices that she made in terms of she wasn't like drinking or smoking or anything like that, but she had some falls, you know, in, in later in her life. And instead of being proactive about mitigating, you know, um her the likelihood she would fall in terms of getting herself stronger and things like that, wasn't really a thing in the 90s and, you know, into the 2000s, especially someone her age. She stopped herself from putting herself in a position to potentially fall, like she was going out less and things like that. So eventually, as she got into her 70s and into her 80s and then towards 90, I think she she was 90 when she passed away, a few years ago now, and, yeah, all the health complications that came with her, you know, later in life were preventable if she was using yourself the classic case if you don't use it you lose it right and so my mom saw that and so did I so did everyone in the family over many years and just like little bit by little bit mm. you know death by a thousand cuts she couldn't do as much as she once was one year to the next to the next to the next and my mom was like that's not going to happen to me she was existing yeah. by the time she passed away not living right? she was existing you see that I mean, it was wrong sad wrong. yeah and, and so um and my mom was like not going to have that happen to me so the silver lining to her passing and the health complications she had later in life for her and my dad were very close, sort of uh, geographically as well as you know, as a family unit, very close. And she saw that as and it's like it's such a huge inspiration um, to her and my dad to look after themselves. because like, that doesn't, I don't want that to happen to me. And so, you know, uh, as much as it was a bad thing for her, my my nan, my mum's sort of the uh, silver lining is she's she's Luke learning from the rewards. Man. Yeah, that, for drive, sure. that drives
2: action. I hear <coughs> that. I yeah, exactly. But, but muscle, there's a lot really to be said about muscle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even that is really powerful because I think a lot of people you know, will look at your mum doing that and go, Wow, that's fucking unbelievable. Calvary. Yeah. yeah. But the but the real benefits of that is longevity. Hundred percent. Keep it. You know, she's going to be a lot healthier. She's going to be more flexible and all this stuff. Well, it, you see, people as you, to your point, they just get frailer mm. and they just kind of you know get brittle mm. and yeah. they fall over. Yeah. And metabolic but,
0: health, man. People are under muscled. That's why all the experts yeah. now are saying, like Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. I'm sure you've heard about her. But if people are under muscled. It's not even that people have got too much body fat necessarily. Yes, it yeah. doesn't help. But under muscled, they got poor m- metabolic health. Mm-hmm. And they're dying younger and everything else and they're having all these issues because they haven't got enough muscle on their body. Mm. You know what I mean? So well, I think one of the... Strength is like one of the number one indicators. I think in one of the...
1: Two of the key... The, the strength, right? The two indicators for, uh, I think, longevity or independence as you age is uh, leg strength and foot speed, right? And you can imagine, like, what do old people fall victim to more than anything else is falls and the mm. complications from falling, mm. right? They fall, you know, and they don't have the speed and the strength to support themselves from falling and if they do fall they fall on their arms they're kind of brittle because they don't have the, the muscle or the the bone density in which to support such a an impact and then it's the complications from having the fall like my nan yeah, and so and then, then, then muscle falls off your body and right? then they're so they're, like, gun, they're gun they're gun shy from putting themselves in position to potentially fall again and yeah. so there's snowballing of issues versus you know you don't have to do crazy shit this is when i when i speak to some older folks or some people that reach out to me on the back of seeing videos of me and my mum training like oh how do i don't get my mum or my my uh, my dad or or my grandparents to train and and it's like they're gun shy about trying these things and it's this you know it's, it's you've got to sell it to them in a way that they can that the, the issues that they face and the roadblocks that they have to uh stopping them from having a go basically um and belittle them right and what i mean by that is most people conflate the the significance of what they have to do oh i can't do that i can't do that it's like well can you sit down in a chair and stand back up again all right, that's That's, a, that, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's how much a, that's a I remember how sore a just, client just was before in their first yeah, session. I yeah. had to sit in a
0: chair and stand up like yeah, three yeah. times. Yeah, she was sore. And you just, you know, that's, that's where a you squat. start. That's a squat, it's right? Like, you and and put, the, it, that's put a, a dumbbell in For head. any area of yeah. life, though, isn't it? if anything people want to achieve or anything related to health and fitness, like you said last time, right? It's taking that first step. And I should—I always say to some clients, I try and make it like laughable, depending on the client. Yeah, laughable. Like you reckon you can do that. Like, of course I can. I do. That's what it needs to be, isn't it? You know what I, mean? uh, I, I do the same thing. It's a great strategy.
1: I, they go, oh, I can't do that. All right, cool. And you give them a, a, you know, an embarrassingly light weight and then they'll do like a you know, a seated box squat, right? So basically with a light dumbbell sitting on a chair, standing back up again, a little bit heavier, a little bit heavier, a little bit heavier. It's the same shit. And then, then before they know it, they've done... A tremendous amount more weight and reps than they thought they could. See, that wasn't that hard. I wa- that wasn't that hard, was it?
0: Yeah, I suppose.
1: You know, and it really just mind fucks them into uh,
0: you know a better direction. Well, you yeah. two guys, when you look yeah. at you two guys, your body now, right, and mine, of course. I'm not going to right? You just look, and it's like that. That body's been through a lot of stress. You've, you've, you've. No, it has, though. But you've, did you've did insulted big big the body in the gym. I don't want to agree with the. <laughs> the <wind laughs> going <look> <laughs> fucking. Hey, listen. Let me let me <laughs> land. <laughs> let <laughs> me land. Yeah. No, but you self-inflicted, right, in the gym. You put your body under a lot of stress. And then obviously you've responded by building muscle and being strong and everything, right? So it's like, I know you're, you're both successful guys, right? We're all doing quite well or whatever, right? And for me, we talked about this last time, right? It's like lifting weights, being strong physically and doing hard shit. Mm. It pays off into in, in, in so many different areas, right? And I was just saying this yesterday and it's like, there's no kind of like magic, you know, pill or anything like that. And people, they just kind of, a lot of the times they lose, the, it's the resilience and the patience, more than anything, to do something consistently for like mm. a long period of time. It's like even you, if you look at your business and your business, I've seen you both succeed there, mm. right? Like when I moved to Australia, you know, you probably had like a couple hundred followers on thing. You were just doing it because you enjoyed it. Yeah. Lift weight, you were sharing valuable content. Mm. You kept doing what you loved. Being yourself, being a, a cunt, basically, right? <laughs> uh, showing up, having a laugh. Just and became, now, look, you're flying. became more countries over time. Traveling the world economy now. You're yeah. living yeah. the dream. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and and yourself as well, like, right? Would you say that, you know, I know we talked about this before, but like the the getting out of your comfort zone, right? Essentially, it bleeds over into all areas. Yeah, doesn't but it? I, mm. think, I think
2: even what you've just described there, whether it's a squat or whether it's getting moving in any aspect of your life, you know, mm. there's stuff that I get involved in. I have people in the career and, you know, executive coaching and stuff like that. I've got another business as well, which is... Completely separate to that but everything is just getting moving the amount of people the amount of people who don't just take that first step mm-hmm. whether it's you know sitting down and standing up with no weight and eventually you get there the amount mm-hmm. of people who and they'll find the time they'll mm-hmm. talk about the problems and if oh, met, yeah, they'll talk about that they'll go and find a sympathetic ear and they'll mm-hmm. spend fucking hours talking to different mm-hmm. people Whoa, with me. Uh, yeah and they'll burn out that person they'll burn out the, and they'll yeah. go around because people get bored of hearing that mm-hmm. shit right and then you think you've spent probably this year uh, probably about 60 to 100 hours talking about the problems or why you can't do it do mm. you realise if you would have got up and spent half of those hours just making little baby steps you would mm. have been over here in whatever aspect of it is mm. uh, and for me I just don't get why people don't do that um, I don't think they understand how much those incremental steps add, add that value What, what I, pain
0: drives action as well unfortunately a lot of people they've got mm. to experience so much shit right? Mm-hmm. and literally go down to, and even then they won't change some people but they have to go down to the trenches go through all this pain like you said with your mum right Unfortunate that she had oh, to yeah, that. Yeah, but that drove. But the silver
1: lining to that, right? What I what I described well, to your point, what I described to a lot of clients, and what I've sort of found for myself from a business standpoint, and, and seeing you know good growth in business sort of more recently, and you know it's the adage of an overnight success is ten years in the making, right? So you're toiling, toiling away, right? Ten and, years. See that yeah. again?
0: Exactly. It is that. Yeah, for and sure. And even we're building the physique and strength and everything. Right,
1: it takes a long time. Of course, but I think that, that's the that's the um, that's the mirroring of uh, any goal right so it's like that's why when when i'm talking to clients and you know as you know when you you're you're more of a psychologist and a support like a mentor unit, really, for sure yeah. and in in many ways and again even for myself i'm no no different than anyone else it's like i i use the the delayed gratification of those incremental efforts on a daily weekly you know monthly basis over many years that physical representation that is training and that tactile response of getting stronger or getting bigger muscles and developing in some capacity uh, as a reflection of The process, trusting in the process, right? And one thing uh, I say along my seminars because I'm a Mr. Worldwide is (laughs) significant results are an accumulation of seemingly insignificant details or or in seemingly insignificant efforts, right? Because in order to uh, get stronger, uh, you're not going to get stronger squatting doing one squat. You know, you're not going to get leaner having one salad if your diet overall is dog shit. Your business isn't going to grow from making one call or chasing up one potential lead. It's doing those little tasks, so repetitiously to the point where, uh, e- again, each each uh, effort by themselves means
0: nothing but together. I mean, you think mean, it means everything, nothing, it, it, but that's the story it, you tell yourself, it, it You say, everything. oh, it doesn't matter. I'll do that tomorrow. doesn't matter. It doesn't mm. matter. No, but I mean, those split-second by, by, are, by itself, by
1: itself, it yeah, means nothing. Yeah, on its own, it's the compound but effect. effect. See, that, that's the thing yeah, that the people don't appreciate. They're like, oh... But that's the story people say. They, they tell themselves this story as, an, as a cop-out, as an excuse. Oh, what's the point of doing it? It's like it's, it's, it's bigger than that. You've got to look at that as, uh, as an action across, you know, your uh, your habits. And a lot of the results are invisible in every area of life. You yeah. don't see shit. Mm. And, you don't and see
2: shit for a long time. And 100%. And most people, well, there's a hell of a lot of people, hence why you guys do what you do, I do, what I do, is – it's affecting them mentally, the fact, because mm. they know they're not doing these things. They're mm. pissed off. They're unhappy in themselves, which affects them. You know, Unfulfilled. Really, it, it yeah. Unfulfilled because it's effectively, so if you're not doing something and you know it's there, other things are happening every day because mm. the world keeps throwing shit at you. <laughs> the, so you turn around the anxiety, you turn around the anxiety monster might be on the horizon. You look back next minute, it's fucking over you like this, right? So if you don't take those actions and keep it on the horizon. You would just live at the action. No, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm liking, the, I'm liking the imagery of yeah, the yeah, anxiety
1: yeah. Yeah. monster. Oh, 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 what? I no, can see a picture at night. it's It's good though but again it's like and the same thing it's like when we're when we're working with clients, I'm sure you do much the same, right? You're working with analogies, right? You're, you're you're working with things that people can understand. If I'm talking to clients about you know conceptualizing something, I try to put it in context, either what they do for a living, or I'll put it into terms that they can understand with a numerical value, uh, or whatever the case may be, so they can understand yeah. it. and You're painting a picture visually of like you know a physical monster like yeah. that, and be like,
2: oh yeah, I get it. But uh, you know, <laughs> the, you know <laughs> that's what they do, and they yeah. are they causing that because these things are for building sure. Sure. up. They stick this, so, fucking hell. Next minute, it's engulfing them. Yeah, and then they don't. Like everything that we do, it's not, it's ultimately for happiness, right? It, well, mm. It's ultimately the end game of success, in any way, it's to yeah. be happy, it's being yeah. content, though, isn't it? See right? happiness is kind of up and down, yeah, true, yeah. yeah, content and happy. And what's the opposite the of that is you, you're not there, you're fucking over here, which affects mm. which causes your mental health. And people mm. don't realize just doing those movements gets you closer to here, mm-hmm. you know, in whatever, whatever you're doing in life, whether it's fitness, business, whatever it. <laughs> It all finds and you want to get to the house. You happiness. always know the answer, mm. don't you? That's
0: the worrying thing is people know the answer. They have that nagging. We all know what we should be doing. Sometimes you need a coach, that's why a coach, right? You, mm. you come in, you ask people the right questions. They already know what yeah. to do. 99% of, of the time, whether that's in whatever area of life. Mm. Like people in the job that they hate, for example, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing it and they know deep down, this is not fulfilling me. I, I hate it. Yeah. But they keep doing it because of fear, whatever reason. And well, they the, don't the, believe mm. it's just a belief, isn't it? Mm. They don't believe that. And don't get me wrong, I know it's hard. People might be listening, I've got a mortgage, i got bills, I get it, right? but you can change right it's mm-hmm. just
1: hard man it's yeah, they not tell easy. themselves a story that they can't do something mm. and you certainly can't Change if you first don't believe that you can make a change, mm. and uh, otherwise you're never going to put into action and do those incremental, seemingly insignificant steps uh, to achieve something over time. Because as you said, it doesn't materialize really into anything a lot of the time, right? And by itself, you need to zoom out and look at things more objectively over a longer time period, and then you can see change. Like for myself, I, I think about where I am in say business more. That's where I'm trying to sort of focus my life at the moment, right? to a growing business, and things have been going well, and it's only ever one foot in front of the other, one step in front of the other, right? It's it's, it's, no, it's no big leaps at any given time. But the, and the way I sort of give you know, gratitude, if you want to call it that, it's sort of just appreciation for what I've done. So looking back uh, six months ago, 12, 18, 24, and so on, would that version of myself, uh, what, what would that version of myself think about where I am now? He'd be stoked, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'll so it, I, that's I'm a not...
0: really good point. I know we can talk on this, right? Because yeah. I know we struggle with that, right? When you're a go-getter but every now and then you look back and you have a moment being present, but actually feeling that. What is it about that? Like sitting there and actually, it's awesome, right? When Mm. you look back and you go, this is insane. Like Mm. the old me would be like, over the moon for sure but to t- you have to sit there and actually feel it though because I just write sometimes you can just write you go yeah that's great let's move oh, forward now what's next yeah. so, this, so your best friend can be your worst enemy at the same yeah. time can't mm. it in terms of it's success it's success it's addict it's a real it's thing all, for sure you're looking for that next thing right oh I know you're getting. reading that book now bro <laughs> uh, here it. we go
2: what, what, no, 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 no 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 I'm joking go on <laughs> what, what's it called um, The Molecule of More great The read, Molecule of More it's about dopamine i been reading it today doing my ice bath the dopamine king over there you achieve it then it's gone because it's on to the next thing yeah, and I we were talking about it last week. I actually purposely put in some time sometimes but I lock it in. It's in my calendar because you forget it. It just comes up gratitude, mm. and I go right, okay, fuck, stop. Okay, think, think about what I've done, and it might pop up every couple of weeks, and it might be on a Saturday, and I'll get up and I'll sit outside and I'll think. The thing that gets me is do you is, write it down? No, what I just sit there and I, and I. There's two things that really bring me back to this moment, and I think fuck, I've, I've, I've done well or really gets me into a really good feeling where I, I, I realise what I've got around me. The first one was, I remember sitting there in the UK in a place called Skelmersdale. No offence to anyone in Skelmersdale, it, it sounds horrendous, it, doesn't it, 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 just it's, it? It's pretty horrendous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, but you you I, went to
0: Liverpool on your tour, didn't you?
1: I did go to yes. Liverpool. I quite liked it, but it was yeah. a sunny day and I was yeah. only
2: there for oh, 24 hours. Great, best night out ever in Liverpool. But it was in Skelmersdale, in this warehouse, sitting there, and I said to two people who used to work for me, I said, I guarantee... I will get to, the, to Australia. And I couldn't go because I didn't, have, didn't go to university, didn't have the point, so I had to get sponsored. So I had to find a way. I ultimately did find a way. Uh, and they, I, I turned around and said, I'll get there. And they just looked at me. I was like, fuck, I think you'll believe them. You know, when yeah. you just know. And in my mind, I had a vision of what I would how, how I would live. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm already beaten. So oh, I'm man. past that vision. And I remember, because I remember the vision, but where I live and everything is above what I expected. Mm-hmm. And I have to sit there and go, I've, I've not only achieved it, 100%. Done, I've done better, and yeah. there's more to come. Yeah. And so let's let's register yeah. this. And just and for I the just, audience, like, and, right. and, oh, and I just go, nice. this is, this is unbelievable. Cool. Yeah, I, I, and the, the other one That's is the way to do it. I remember this unbelievable feeling again, because Australia means so much to me. I've just had this burning desire that I needed to be here. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that you know Liverpool was my end goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I are bigger it. than that. I was yeah. just knew I was destined to break out and go and and you know do something different. And I remember being on the airplane, I had this unbelievable feeling, I felt like Jason Bourne, I was flying out by myself and I was trying to get this job and all that. And the minute I landed in Australia, I got this overwhelming feeling of joy, which I now realise is mm-hmm. gratitude. So if I'm ever in a shit feeling, I go, right, and it, it, I, that pops up in my calendar yeah. as well. It, it sinks me into that feeling Not and I, my whole state changes because mm-hmm. I, I kind of get soaked up in that feeling, if that makes sense. Oh, it's sure. amazing
0: how life happens, isn't it, because just watching your journey as well and obviously with me, you know... Been in a few relationships in the past and everything else, right? We all seem to be happy now, right? With the girls we're with. And like, I was just thinking then, what is your life like? And being on your mission, you're both men on a mission, right? What's your life like now with like Mm. the girl that you want, you know, by your side versus doing it on your own, doing uh, like doing it single, just you know, like solo? It's uh, for me, I was just thinking about the other day, man. It's so much, I don't know, like you're talking about fulfillment. Mm. It makes me feel so much more driven, more purpose. And uh, having someone that I love by my side mm-hmm. like that, you know what I mean? It's a great feeling and uh, it's it just makes life better, right? When you've got that to complement who you already are. You yeah, look, I, mean. I totally agree. Like I was, in, I've always been in relationships
1: most of my adult life, you know, um, and having a little bit of a time period by myself prior to seeing Molly and being with Molly now and having her move in, it was, it was good. I was focused on, on work and, and, and be, you know, independent for the first time in my life when i was like 31 right you know and um but when i met her and it was pretty evident early on i wasn't quite ready emotionally psychologically for the type of commitment that um ultimately that i am in now and i wanted to sort of give over time but since having done that and uh, it's been makes life very easy and in terms of uh, just like day-to-day shit. It, it, it's hard for someone who talks out their ass all day. I find it very hard to articulate <laughs> the, the, the value of that. You know what I mean? There's a calmness. That's probably the best way to, yeah. to describe it. Uh, I'm, I'm an erratic type thinker, right, And in, in, in respect to I'm all over the place, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but But, like, I direct it well, right, and I channel it well. But having her, it's a very calming presence. And then one of the big things for me when we started seeing each other was how incredibly present I felt when we were spending time uh, with one another and I would never look at my phone.
0: I was mm. very unaware of the time uh, until like, oh, fuck. I remember you, you know, went away, right? You went away one time, didn't you? Mm. And then that was like almost like you had a, not a wake-up call, but wasn't it you went away? You were going to move in together or something? Yeah. And well, then you we, went away and you realized, oh, actually, I missed her and stuff like yes, that. Yes, so
1: we, yeah. we'd seen each other for, on, you know, on and off. And again, it was, it, she wouldn't talk to me for a little bit. And then it was like, uh, it, was, it was probably about 12 months of like on and off sort of stuff right and I didn't do anything wrong by her it was just a matter of like our relationship we were at different points right and um, I went away I was in Mexico and, and um, I had a friend's wedding over there uh, December to January sort of about 12 months ago now and it was I was feeling really uh, you know pretty much sad and I was just like why am I feeling this way because like I'm with friends I'm in a beautiful part of the world uh, I've never been before I'm having a good time and And then uh, I was just missing her, right? And so I gave her a call, and I was just like, I'm not one to sort of pussyfoot around things. And I gave her a call, and I was like, I want you to move in. And so it's like went from from being sort of on again, off again, you know, we were both very – Close. We were both very there, right, in terms of that level of commitment. So it wasn't like completely out of the blue. Um, but she was certainly wasn't expecting that phone call from Mexico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, She's like, what have
0: you? What have you been doing?
1: You know what I'm yeah. Saying? yeah. What, <laughs> what, what have you been
0: taking? You mean with the Mexicans, everybody. What have you been up to? you in Mexico City again. Yeah.
1: And there was quite a relief. Um, it was quite a relief uh, once I had that phone call because then for the the remainder, of, you know, a couple of weeks, I think I was over there. Um, after that, I just felt lighter. Mm. Right, and it felt lighter, and I felt not uh, just better. Again, it right? goes
0: back to what we were saying.
1: There was that nagging thing inside of you. Right? Mm. you knew I knew I, 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 I couldn't identify it though. Right, yes. I just thought like oh, you need that time to reflect. I, I was you? just like, oh, my mates are, you know, they're all you know getting pissed every day, and I wasn't really that keen on it. And that was a part of it, I suppose, with different. Different point in my life that out of the travels that I, I was having, you know, I'm, and now you know, having a, a business online, I can and work and travel, and I travel a lot more than a lot of my, my friends do, right? So they're trying to take advantage of it and party a bit more. I'm like, I, I'm not really that interested mm-hmm. in that, right? That, that phase of my life in terms of traveling and doing that, I'm kind of like past that, or I'll, I'll do it a little bit, but not all the I'm time. The well. and, and and so I, I kind of put it down to that, and then you know, I sort of spent enough time by myself, I'm like, oh, this is what's nagging at me, mm, and so since then all this year life's been very easy and so like business success you talk about being fulfilled and things like that Um, as much as I am driven by sort of money from a standpoint of uh, a reflection of um, and validation of work put in, right? Um, But that's all it is to me, right? You know, it's- it's you get that anyway. uh, When you add value to the marketplace, money is just a byproduct. But but you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I want more money because I've got more, you know, more uh, numbers in my bank account. I don't really give a shit. It's like, uh, it's it's the freedom associated with it and and it's validation for all the years of hard work that I'm now sort of getting, getting, um, you know, revenue from that. But it's like- it means I can buy her nice things. Yeah. Uh, we can go on holidays and we can do this and that. Exactly. Uh, and, yeah, it's a very calm economy. Yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you, you, you touched
2: on it there, that, that calm and presence. Yeah. I think if you've been through relationships, and, again, nothing – I've been similar. I've been in a lot of relationships in the past. I bet and, you have. Uh, 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 I, I you bet you have. You, have you dirty dog. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not saying – Anything I mean, particularly shocking. I've had the odd ones, but it just, just, as we probably all have, but they just haven't given me peace. You know, I I like Mm. to, I go to work, I like to smash work, I like to do stuff, and then I like to have a real, I like to have a real connection with mm. somebody like a, you know that friendship so you can actually go out and enjoy everyone go for a drink yes. have a laugh yeah. you know what I mean and I think there's so many relationships out there but you see them they, they're not having a no, laugh yeah, but they're no. sitting there next to each other on the fucking yeah. phones and you see they don't talk the they go for a restaurant yeah, man, and it's almost neutral. like they're ticking a box whereas yeah. right yeah. now you, you know me and Katya get on like a house on fire we train together every day I've I never seen
0: him Yeah, this so happy before I know. thanks I'm going to tick for
2: that he's a visual candle I met him in the gym so immediately we have the same values yes. I think the values matter so I 100%. train with her every day in a you gym. took my it's advice as well because my, my thing was right Just a, if you see a, a girl
0: is that one, how you met uh, your girl yes yeah. 100% <laughs> man in the gym as well yeah, funny yeah. enough but yeah. I was telling him I said bro like, forget about the dating apps just if you see a woman who you find attractive go and speak to her Yeah. yeah I remember you know having I mean? a chat with you one you time started, as well and both of you and I the, thought let's go and the rest is history
2: yeah and what she does is well I've got peace I enjoy her company she doesn't give me shit she doesn't kick off for stupid shit She's, you know, and she's got a lot, what I really respect about her. She's got a lot of shit going on in her world, but mm-hmm. in my presence, I get a, I get a kind of attention. You, you get a, and it's get not, a, she's not bringing. Yeah. She just, she just purposely just tr- doesn't try to throw stuff onto me. I'm there for her, and I support mm. her, um, but it gives me a, a real peace and allows me to do what I want to do. I'm not dealing with a a load of shit in the mm. head but also you set
0: boundaries though right in your credit like we
2: were talking about last week that example if you want to I, I, touch on well, it well, yeah, well, it's, yeah when, when you start a relationship with anybody and it comes kind of with, through experiences I think it's super important you do set your boundaries at the very beginning yeah. and we had those discussions we've got these values and again they'll be for both parties but I've got some solid kind of non-negotiables that I want out of a relationship now what some people do they get on the apps so and they're meeting people and they're pissed all the time mm. and all of a sudden they're in a relationship and they haven't had these boundary mm-hmm. conversations and the next minute you could be three months in format, and you're locked into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people move in together before mm-hmm. they really understand each mm-hmm. other and then you realise, shit, we haven't got the same values. Mm-hmm. We're, we're arguing a lot. And then they just go, oh, we're, we're trapped in this and they just muddle along.
1: Yeah, they're, they're too cowardly to to do anything about it. I was in a relationship for many years, you know, years ago now because I wasn't able to, one, set boundaries or and two, uh, voice my... Um, Voice my opinion because I wasn't emotionally or psychologically mature enough to be in the type of relationship that I was in, and thus, you know, I just uh, you, you take the coward's way out because you, you, know, you know what know the pain's going to come. You take the easy gonna, way out yeah. and just allow it to keep going, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you just, yeah. uh, you're just you just you pushing the pain back until eventually it's fucking horrendous.
2: But but that's because I, I I think not a lot of young men coming through have got that kind of. You know, person to look up sometimes. They no. genuinely kind of can give them that advice and say, "Hey, learn from my war wound, You know, we've all got battle scars mm-hmm. on our back, and I'm sure we can help a lot of people. And we were talking last week in in, in the pub. Marty did not drink; he was on the waters. You know what I mean? But I'd had a few, and I was talking to these two guys, and you'll probably know them from around them. Um, uh, could you? I won't mention them, but. W-
0: I'm going call him out pretty
2: pretty successful guys and one guy's like, it must be around about around fifty I think he was in shape, looking sharp, wealthy, doing well for himself, and he 's got himself caught up in what we've just said, and at his age and his experience he 's kind of he 's got himself involved with a, a young girl she 's thirty she 's all over instagram P- pictures you know all of the mm. bikini this this that ass out here. Going on boats with millionaires and this, that, and the other, and, and giving him not giving him the attention he yeah, wants. Yeah. And I said to him, did you set your boundaries when you were beginning? Because what do what you do, you mm. know? Great. No, Anyone can do whatever they want to do. Mm. But when you go into a relationship, you need to make sure your values align. Mm. And did you have the discussion? No. Okay. Mm. So you're now over here, and you're like six months in, you're in love mm. with this girl, and it doesn't suit you? No. Mm. Have you had the discussion? Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. And I said, okay. But if you set that early enough, mm-hmm. and as a man, you're going to stand by your yeah, decision, 100%. which you've got to, then if you're prepared, whatever the value is, mm. you've got to be prepared to walk mm-hmm. at the beginning. Otherwise, you get yourself t- caught up in the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You got got to set the you know your requirements and your boundaries. Everyone has them. You have got to be All solid right. on that. I mean, well, that's why the that's the way you communicate as well, though, right? Well, that's
1: that's, that's why. Say Molly and I, um, we the first sort of 12 months or so of us sort of going back and forth was because we met at a time that I wasn't ready for the level of commitment that w- was sort of, you know, developing, right? So we get into, uh, you know, a situation where we were seeing each other for a little bit and it was fun and, and it was like, all right, where do we go from this? What are we? All that, you know, that, that sort of chat. And I was like, and I was from the jump, very transparent. I'm not in this for, you know, longevity, you know, but she was a great person. So at the same time, I'm like, You know what I mean? It's like, she's a really good person, but I'm like, I'm not quite... I had to be really honest with myself because I'd been in situations prior to that where... I wasn't honest with myself, and I wasn't hardlined about my boundaries in that respect and being like, oh, yeah, no, okay, she's a really good person. And you end up seeing this person for three months, four months, whatever, and you lie to yourself, and then you have to have that difficult conversation and be like, fuck. Whereas you, you just be honest with yourself, you know, honest with yourself first and foremost. It makes shit life a lot easier. And that's why uh, after sort of that 12-month period and being away and sort of just maturing, having conversation with myself and whatnot, and being like, oh, no, this is, this is where I am now. Like I, I've, I've moved enough from where I was when we first met to where I kind of needed to be in order for our values and our, you know, everything to be aligned. We, so we our values were aligned. It just timing wise, you know, as a man, I, I wasn't quite ready for the level of commitment that she, that really she, so she, she, she deserved. Right, and and mm. I didn't want to fuck around any longer than you know she'd been very patient. And um, but before I hadn't been that way right I think it's only true it I've talked about it
0: before but long story short the mistake I made right three months in with Janini I finished with her because I had the same thing I had this thing I was like you know I didn't plan on like I just I did the ego a bit right just moved into my apartment Mm. for the first time at my own place and I was like it's summer coming I don't really as much as I was really into it I was like do you know what like I, I don't want to re- I don't want to mm. because you have that tr- almost trauma of past relationship of letting people mm-hmm. down like you said You're like I don't want to bring her in you know what I'm saying so I'm just going to have to let her go kind of thing but yeah. that was the, well the best decision I ever made now right just yeah. helped us grow better but literally it only took a few days to set in remember yeah, that yeah. I was <laughs> like oh shit I made a big mistake <laughs> yeah, 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 and then yeah. I had to fight tooth and nail to get her back and luckily I did you know what I mean but uh, I had the same sort of thing but I was just thinking there. Imagine going back to when, like, we—I'll say we were eighteen. For you, that was like, I don't know, I don't remember, that was like seventy years ago. <laughs> no, but, no, but you know what? Like social media and you stuff now. Out of order, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, but nowadays, isn't it like? Imagine going back to when we were eighteen. Mm. Now with social media and dating apps and oh. the way it's all done, it, mate. So, do you know like what is now, it? No, like, one have in anxiety. Mate, mate, one in what is it? Like one in three men under the age of thirty, right, are either virgins or haven't had sex for over a year because. Ninety percent of the women are going for like the ten percent of guys. Well, now they're showing on dating apps. It's like ninety-five percent of guys are going. Uh, women are going for like five percent of guys, mm. because like people have this. I was thinking people have like this this, this almost like distortion of a, del- an, a delusion of options, right, mm. on social media. Yeah, that's exactly. And it's like, for example, even relationships. Though, right, if you're too sucked into that world, it's like you know you could a woman could be looking online, see someone. putting their highlight reel up right? mm. on social media. Oh. He's just, you know, got engaged to his girl or just bought her this nice bag and she's posting it on his story. Why aren't, why aren't I getting any of that off you? Or he's posting business class and then she's saying to you, why are we not <laughs> going business? No, but you know what I mean? I can't let it go. But um, obviously, guys as well, though, right? For, more so for guys looking at booty, you know, it's like softball and like stop oh, And then they're like, they're expecting their missus to be this like Instagram model and mm. stuff, right? But it's not real life. And, um, yeah, man, it's like, it's, it's tough. It's tough out there nowadays, isn't well, yeah, you know, it? For, for guys especially, I think, because generally women are going to have more options. Women well, are going to have it, more it options fu- because it, it fucks both guys people. have a higher sex drive, right, well, it, it, it
1: fucks up both parties, right, men and women, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. as you said, it falsifies what people think are their genuine options, mm. right? Because a lot of people, um, I don't like how to put numbers on people in terms of their value out of a 10, right? But it's like people that don't bring as much to the table right? Whether it be looks, whether it be status, whether it be uh, their, their job, whether it be whatever, the you know, character, you know, all these sort of things that you might be you know, um, numbered on, right? Whether a nine or a 10 or a six or whatever, it's, it's sort of irrelevant, but, you know, in terms of numbers, but what you bring to the table uh, might be, a lot less than what a lot of other people bring to the table and you're seeing the same people. And so you're thinking your options are vast, where in reality you didn't have a a chance with 95% of those people. Right. And so whether you are a man or a woman on one of these apps, you are, you are shown a plethora of options as if in reality, that's what you genuinely have as options, but they were never options in the first place, right? Because the interactions between, you know, these parties, I've never been on these apps, right? It's never had to be. Uh, that's what Instagram's for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how she Molly used Molly slid into the <laughs> dance. <DMs. laughs> it was a terrible chat, but she was hot. So uh, <laughs> I gave her a pass. She's um, talking about like sushi or some shit. What was it No Yeah, sushi? she was what a was good, good memory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she replied to a, a story about... Uh, about a lot of sushi plates that I'd sort of uh, put away. And she said something to the... something about uh, a big appetite or something like that. And I always I said, oh, there's always room for more with like a cheeky, um, like wink type, like smirk emoji. Reply. The cheeky and yeah. And it was very suggestive. It was like, you know, I'm referring to eating her, right? It's like, you know, so plenty of room for more. And it was like, you know, and, and then <laughs> yeah, her, 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 oh, just down to, the line. To the yeah, point. Yeah. There. And her reply was,
0: her,
1: her reply was um, the motto of 2022 or something. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. So I just liked it, right? And I'm sorry, like, all right, leave it at that, because um, I will have random people comment random things on stories all the time. I'm very popular, right? So, uh, <laughs> so, so like, just because she's attractive, I, as much as I might sound like a dick, I'm not always. And then I, I'm not going to assume that she's keen just because she replied to a story, because her reply could be construed as innocuous, right? And I wanted to take it one way. If she didn't mean it that way, because of her reply, I was like, oh, okay, cool, she didn't mean it that way. and I still give a shit to this day. Uh, and then she, then I, then I followed her um, because I'm like she's hot. And, I, uh, uh,
2: and uh, she just, re- just done the love story, really. yeah. And then she
1: replied, she replied uh, to another story. I think a couple of weeks later, or a week later, or whatever. And it was, it was uh, a lot more to the point. She said, I don't think I was training my mum, but she said something about um, being cute. I was talking to my mum. And then obviously, you know, I took that about myself. I knew she was talking about my mum. But yeah, the, the chat from there was a lot better. She's even told me after the fact that like her housemate the through that initial interaction, her housemate uh had said to her yeah he's he's keen, like he you know he's you know that he's very suggestive with it's like oh really, uh. <laughs>
0: I love giving a shit me, <laughs> but yeah what do you what do you think um Jack and us playing a part though? social media and stuff in terms of you know, the mental health epidemic and stuff, right? 100%, because the suicide rate's going through the roof. I I, I, I read earlier, like, there's nine deaths per day in Australia, Mm. suicides per day, 75% of them are men. Most men are doing it, you know what I mean? Mm. That's crazy when you think about it. Today... Every three hours. By the time we've done this podcast, pretty much another... Like, well, Jesus
2: people Christ. are fucking trapped. Tra- <laughs> tra- people are tra- straight know, yeah. down know, yeah. into, oh, the, into the hole. I'm, I'm not
0: very good with these transitions. Yeah. Yeah. I know Joe Rogan, yeah? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Didn't he say that the attention span, I think it's less than a goldfish now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like three it's, seconds. something like that. Person, so yeah. When someone says you've got the brain of a goldfish, you say thank you. <laughs> exactly. most, most pe- it's actually reduced. because so People are just like this all the time. And it's like, if people are constantly look, it's like that dopamine thing as well. Because there's so much shit coming at you, whether it's mm. on your phone, Insta, whatever, people just get excited by that next thing. So they're looking mm. at somebody who might be really great in front of them, like, mm. you know, the Mollies, your Katya's, your Janini's. And there's some people in the world who are always looking for that next thing because mm. that, that dopamine I- is kind of gone and it's left with the, with the, with the next thing, right? And mm. I think people are all too ready to, to look for the shit that's in mm. front of them. Yeah? Well, when you look at, like, guys as well,
0: like, a lot of guys are invisible nowadays, clearly, right? Because, like, one in three guys... Because nowadays, what well, even I don't think it's the same with well, women is it or whatever. Marty, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but like, that must yeah. impact. That must, you know, there's loads of factors coming into play here, right? But the fact that like a lot of men are getting overlooked because porn as well, right? We talked about as last time, porn like people are using porn obviously men if it weren't for men porn would be dead by now right let's be honest and only only fans you know what I'm saying and and like most of the I know there's a lot of factors going into it right but you know connection we need connection as humans right it's the most people talk about health we always talk about nutrition training sleep but social connections right Mm -hmm. and community is the most important thing right so it's like I think, I,
2: I think that's the, the, one of the biggest problems for men uh, i found we've spoke about it many times as you get older and especially as you kind of get more successful as well or you evolve I don't know about you guys but as I've evolved and I'm trying to better myself other people take a different path and they you know they, they're taking their path and people I might have associated with when I was younger and the one either don't want to or can't because they're taking a different path. Mm. And you know, there's a lot of you know people who can take drugs, this, that, and the yeah. other. I don't go down that path. Yeah. So I stay away from that, for example. Mm. And also, as you're getting more successful, you don't want to talk the same shit. Mm-hmm. I like to, I like to hang around with successful people. I like yeah. to talk around. I'm positive. I like to hang around with good humans, and I, mm. I've been an asshole when I was younger. I'm not the same person I was when I was in my twenties than I am today. I'm still. Like, yeah, he, Sean's like, you're still a fucking asshole. Uh, but it is. But it, so you, you can start. You do start mm. shedding a, a few, of and course, then and then you yeah. don't have the same male connections. as I said, we spoke before. I think I've got a, a wonderful relationship, wonderful woman, and I spend mm. a lot of time with it, and I really enjoy that time. But you need the man time as uh, well. 100. And you got to you
0: got to be proactive about we, that. That'd we be have intentional to intentional about yeah. these things. Like, for example, I, right?
1: I look. I one of my I've got a whiteboard at home, but one of my uh like notes I've got like basically I have a, a big you know, I don't know what size it is, you sort of uh, on a rollers, whiteboard, big one, and I basically <laughs> have my um my brain, I call it a brain dump, i my brain into like different sections, so whether it be different types of work, personal, whatever. And one of my personal ones is don't be a shit friend, uh, and and sort of just in respect to that, right, being proactive around um. <clears throat> maintaining connections with friends and and being proactive, whether it be saying yes to this or doing whatever, right? It, it's it's um, although it's not as frequent as maybe I'd like it to be or as it once uh, was, but it's more cherished, I suppose, and it, it's um, more highly valued, right? And like to to the point where you're saying you're you're choosing to spend time with people who are like-minded, you know, successful as well, because you, you're, you're you're ticking multiple boxes. Through the the application of time spent with people, right? And and there's nothing wrong with hanging out with friends who uh, are sort of just friends on a social level, and sort of there's yeah. no there's no you know maybe on a success standpoint, you're a different trajectories, a different parts of your life. Whatever. that's fine, that's absolutely fine. But um, I certainly find myself biasing time spent with people who, who I'll get a social um, uh, social kickback from. Uh, but I'm all, like today, you know, but I'm also getting uh, a rub. From a, from a success standpoint, from a like-minded standpoint, from a real go-getter standpoint, right? There, there's there's far more back from an ROI standpoint on my time, that's how I look at it, uh, than sort of just hanging out with a couple yeah. mates and having a and, and
2: when you work online as well, right? Go on. Yeah, and, and I think success for me, I'm, when I say success, not about financial success. It's mm. about personal growth success. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 totally I can agree. I can talk to you two guys, mm. and even we had a conversation a few months back, and mm. I really, I, I come out when I was, I got really energized. My cup was full mm. just from that night. Yes. Of chatting shit with you. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of shit we. Yes. but it was great nothing, nothing it was but. just like I thought, okay this Ribble. is like minded you know <laughs> exactly we, and we're the same we, we get together <laughs> yeah. we'll have a few pints later Marty he's having a, a few pints you. later maybe yeah, yeah. yeah 100% yeah. Yeah. I'll just I'll, I'll put lock the phone out and i will just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. and yeah, again exactly. my cup will Round be full
2: two. but the amount of times I've got <laughs> ideas from, and I'll, I'm the, I'll, go, I'll listen to something I'll, go, I'll put a note on my phone and then I'll do something he's seen me many times he got me back reading books. When I come out of corporate, I, I was nearly a burnout. You know, I was mm-hmm. manager director of a logistics business. It was fucking hellish. And it was because it was that bad, I stopped reading. I stopped reading and I stopped reading I couldn't touch anything that reminded me of mm-hmm. corporate life because it was too raw. Yeah. And now I've had three or four years away from that. And he, he had a book, he said, Oh, try this book. And I went, okay. And it started me reading mm-hmm. again. So I've got value. Yeah, man, that's way like the superior man, man is an awesome book. Awesome. I know you can't
0: read Sean, but... <laughs> yeah, bro,
2: I,
1: I, <laughs> I, I don't have the attention span to read. I don't. I will listen to books. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll go with that time, yeah. I can't. So I so I just... I know, but I honestly can't. If I yeah. try and read, I can't even read in my head because, mm. like, my mind will just get distracted and meet, and, meet. and float away. And so, like, I literally this is how uh, childlike I am. But again, you know your strengths and weaknesses. I have to read out loud. Otherwise, I'll just <laughs> honestly, I will have to read. Otherwise, I... <laughs> go to Goody Bees tomorrow. If I, I, read if, it out loud. if I try to if I try to read <laughs> in my head, uh, I will just get lost and my thoughts will wander. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. if I'm listening to something and I'm going for you know a, a casual walk. I can give my full attention to it. It's interesting, right? But again, it's one of those things. You find out about yourself. It's like, all right, cool. I want to get the value from these books, uh, you know, for instance, or be, be a podcast. And um, But obviously, more specifically, a book. Uh, I, I need to put myself in that position in
0: order to get the value from it. That's, mm. yeah. I think that's a big la- lagging thing, and, and not, not necessarily in the market, just in the world, right? Like, man, it's because women are social creatures, right? It's their superpower. Naturally, not all the time, but naturally, they tend to be more social and mm. socialize more, right? Guys, we're not like that, right? We have to be more intentional. So do you feel like that's playing a part a bit though, like guys not having that connect? Because like I don't want to go grim again, but it is something I want to talk about. Like with the suicide rate, and most of them mainly men, right? Mm-hmm. That's got to be playing a part in it, right? Because it's like we're fortunate. Well, not, I wouldn't. We are fortunate, but also we're we're proactive about being around the right people. Mm. But it's hard, though, man, to nurture that. It's taking us. I, I don't our do whole lives enough of it. I I still, right I still
1: don't us, do
2: right? enough of it. Yeah, I think to, yeah, I think, I I, and right? I'm aware no, of it. I'm aware I of it.
1: I think a lot of it comes down to your confidence and uh, and security in yourself. You know, a lot of, lot of men, you know, they won't admit it, but they're insecure. If we're all insecure. We've all got insecurities, yeah. right? But owning your insecurities is an important thing. And the fact that we can have a conversation about uh, emotional, psychological, you know, physical things, um, good or bad or otherwise, uh, with, the, with each other, right? And that's very empowering, right? And you feel very comfortable in that space in which to go to, you know, one of us, for instance, and we can say whatever and feel very comfortable in doing so, we won't be questioned, won't be vilified, we'll be supported, or, you know. And where I certainly haven't felt that way in the past because, and not to do with anything, anyone else, any friends of mine, because I wasn't a version of myself that felt comfortable enough that I could share that um, and know that if it wasn't received the way I would like it to be received from a supporting standpoint, uh, well, I know now it, that's on that person. That's not me, right? Whereas in the past, if I was maybe sharing something uh, emotional or psychological or something I might be dealing with, if that wasn't received with support, I was like, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm lesser than I shouldn't have been emotional. You know what I mean? And I think that's a lot of, a, a big issue with a lot of men is that they 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 don't feel confident enough in themselves to express themselves within a group or dynamic in which their uh, their circle mm. that they're exposed to to uh allow themselves to to show that vulnerability and uh, they see that vulnerability as a as a weakness right and, and you know 100% Distance. and it's Distance. like if you own your shit it's like bullying right what 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 uh, what allows a bully to uh be sh- you know have something over you is when you allow them to right and you know if you wear glasses and they call you four eyes or you know you you got red hair and you uh, you're a ginger it's like yeah i am who cares? You know, mm. it's like why, once you remove that mm. um, from them, the you, yeah, and, and, and it doesn't matter, right?
0: But and, you have to build thick skin to do that, don't you? So yeah, you take it, for, you for, for
1: sure. And again, as you mature, and it's sort of on par with that, right? So as I've sort of uh, matured in age, psychologically, m- emotionally matured, uh, I find myself in a position where, you know, you, you're organically attaching yourself to like-minded um, men, and you feel very comfortable doing so. And it's a, it's a that vulnerability is then a superpower because the, that relinquishing of, you know, uh, that anxiety demon yeah, and, and yeah. whatnot and everything that you might be feeling and holding onto, it's just released. And so another reason why sort of going back to a, a good partner, it's much the same because they compliment you uh, from an emotional standpoint um, as, as well as, uh, you know, just being a, you know, a good partner and support structure, like at home, right? And so that that calmness, that ease, that, that you know, so you makes your life easy. And it's it's like, what the fuck do I have to worry about?
2: You know. You also want to be around people who are also going to hold you accountable. Mm. I, I like, you know, if I'm doing something wrong, I'll ask a If if I don't like it, if I'm from the person I respect it from, mm. I'm going to listen. Sometimes you'll you'll eagle kick, and you'll have a little mm, niggle, get but up. I'll digest. You know, and my missus does that to me. She's come me and I've, I've gone. I've digested and go, you're right. Because you know where you it comes right? you to have some real bullshit, haven't you? Yeah. You know, you know where it comes from. You know where it comes from,
1: where you know it's coming from a good place. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, no matter what. Uh, how it may land when they someone says something and it's like, you know? And it's like, you know that that person isn't saying or do something to you intentionally to fuck with you or make you feel bad. It's coming from a good place. And I think it takes, a, it takes a hot minute and a lot of people never get there. It takes a hot minute for you as a man to appreciate the fact that a close friend or a partner or something is going to say something to you or do something to you that you maybe you don't want to hear, but it's coming from a good place and they have the best of intentions for you. And if that is how you interpret your interactions with people, uh, with people within your circle, then you'll be all the better for it, and you'll grow.
0: Hundred percent. made maybe aware of so many things, but I didn't like at the time. You know, you've had yeah. that, and she'll say something, and then at the time I'm like, "What did you say?" And I get like literally pissed off about it, mm. and then I'm like, "I'll bite back" or whatever, and then like you say, it'll set in. I'm like, "She's actually bang on." Mm. So many things she said, and I'm like, yeah, "That's actually true." Yeah, I need to work on that. Or yeah, and immediately you be, be like, there. it could even be a business thing, whatever, right? Little things here and yeah, there, yeah. and they'll call you. But that's what you need. You need someone to call you. For sure. On and for me,
1: uh, going on something like that, uh, I will immediately identify it and be like, be like, look, I'm sorry. You know, I'll apologize like straight away, right? Whereas before, a yeah, version yeah, of myself. Yeah, and, and it would have been like, oh, you know, you bury it. Be like, look, oh, I was out of line. My reaction was based on, you know, maybe being upset or being, you know, I, quite literally, I might have just been hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 100% and be like, um, and, and, and then, but Molly's great like that. You know, if we're talking about like a partner. Yeah. And, a, you know, I, I have friends, um, but I'm never going to be that trigger, um, you know, that trigger happy around mates. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a different reaction. You're only ever going to be triggered that much by a partner. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you can did yeah. give it back
2: to him yeah. I actually did that last week went to a restaurant long story short nearly pissed at need to piss on the way 45 <laughs> minutes in oh, oh in. that's
1: the best I thought you were at the restaurant like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you no, can't no.
2: get up and I know, yeah. <laughs> so okay. I had to get out of the cab run down we ended up walking for like 2k to get to this restaurant I had the shits Why? blisters on my feet because George Street was closed it was oh, a pain in the ass shot, so we got there in the end and I had the shits And I knew he had the shit. So my whole demeanor to my mistress, she'd done nothing wrong. I was like this, and I was a bit short, snappy, and I caught myself, and it was about three minutes in. Now, if I wasn't with a person who had the piece, no matter what Mm. I'd done, I'm I'm then going to be a world of shit because then they'll get in their Mm -hmm. their own kind of loop. But I managed to pull myself out, and I actually, by calling it out, I said, you know what? I'm sorry for my behavior there. That's not on you. That's mm. on me. I'm trying to deal with that better. Something kicked mm-hmm. and I've got to be better. And I said that and she went, that's brilliant. And, and she completely softened and yeah. she went, thanks so much. I really mm. appreciate that. You're very aware. Mm. And, I, and then I felt better that I'd said that. And this 100%. Of, the loop yeah, of positivity came back. I've been, I've been back. in
1: the same, mm. same situation.
2: Yeah, I've been the
0: exact same It is hard though to get around people, doesn't it? Because I'm thinking about it now. It's like it, it kind of happens organically. But when I think about everything in my life, it's like it does come back to you, though, doesn't it? How much work have you done on yourself? 100%. You're a mirror yeah, and how much do you take care of yourself? Because you're never the best. I like <laughs> that. Good. The bell's British. That was sharp. Uh, no, like, no, but like exercise, right? Talking about depression or whatever's the best natural antidepressant, right? This is proven in research better than all antidepressants. Mm. Well, not all. Sorry, some people, whatever. But, you know, doing those things, taking care of yourself, you know, working on yourself, being uncomfortable, whatever you want to pursue, trying to get around those people. Because you can learn something from everyone, can't you? Having mentors, like I'll look at you. Like everyone can be, not everyone, but a lot of people can be mentors in different ways to you, right? I can yeah. extract something off them. I like that. I'll take that and implement that into my life. Yeah. I like that. Don't like that so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't like the uh, economy so much. I want it business guys. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. You get the premium economy one day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you see what I mean? You can kind of take something from everyone, can't you? Mm. you have got to be a sponge. Yeah, just yeah. kind of grab something from everyone. 100%. Mm. 100%. So I guess we'll wrap this up then, lads. Um Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to keep talking shit? Yeah, we can talk a bit more shit. Yeah, I think we're actually bang on an hour. Look at that. That <laughs> was absolutely spawner than too many of these podcasts now. So happy days. We'll do another one next time. We'll have a few beers, right? And yeah, there'll yeah. probably be some good content in there then. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> <laughs> no, but just to finish with what we were talking about, right? Um is there anything you would say to people who are looking people listen to this they just want to level up. They wanna they wanna get better. It's normally relating to
2: fitness, nutrition, you know, and actually health. What would you say to people? Like if, if there's one thing you, you well, could mine say Mine would just be simple. It's it, it's you, so that too many people are looking externally. For you know the, the the fix and this kind of mm. magic thing that's going to happen, but I, th- I think it was it was Chris Williamson said the magic you're looking for is, is on the stuff you're procrastinating. Is on, the stuff you're, you're avoiding it, 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 it st- on the things you are avoiding. Yeah, mm. just fucking start, whatever it is. And, you, just, and everyone knows what it is. Just start moving. Keep the anxiety monster on the horizon. Mm. Keep him off your back, and just keep moving. And if you're moving, you get progress.
0: The only what? reason you have anxiety is because you're not taking action on something. 100 anyway. You said that last time and it's in my head now. I'm like, why mm. am I? Okay, because I need to do this. Let's do that and the anxiety drops. Mm. You know what I'm it is. It's <laughs> an equation. Yeah. Take action. Yeah. Well, that oh, you took
1: the words out of my mouth. I was trying to get it in there first because I knew you were going to say <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, uh, you just copy them now. Yeah, That's fine. So no. Take uh, it. Go on. Uh, just reword it. Go on.
0: <laughs> Take
1: action. Well, to me, like I said, I've got a big whiteboard at home and they're sort of like more long term projections of where I want to focus my time, my effort, my energy. And I then have more short term, I'm very list oriented. and so. I Uh, then I have like more shorter term goals and even day-to-day tasks, right? And I know, because I've sold myself the process, trust in the process, the cliche, uh, that is sort of, all right, cool. Well, I know today, for instance, I've got a a bunch of different things that I have to do, uh, whether it be like write this program or contact this person. Even like by themselves, very trivial. Uh, Even across the week, pretty trivial. But uh, enough days, enough weeks put together, I'm in the position that I am now because I've, Just put one foot in front of the other, right? And it's, and because I was a version of myself in the past that wasn't an action taker uh, to a degree, you know, I would be, I don't know if content is the right word, I was um, complacent probably was a, is a better word, in, re, in respect to where I was. And, you know, say we were at Titan, you're like, yeah, it's easy to get complacent in the position which you're in. Uh, the money is coming in, it's consistent, it's pretty good. And it's like, okay, cool. But if I want more, I need to be taking action. And then how I found myself before COVID hit was very... Um, very unfulfilled by what I was doing, and not really knowing why. And it's because there was no further growth. Uh, and, and so, whereas uh, in contrast, to where I am now, this is consistent growth—not not huge or drastic
2: in and any one day feel, or week. How it's good do you feel after achieving those things on the list? You get pro, oh, you get that hundred percent. So if you 100%. get many lists each day. Progress, progress, progress. And so you enjoy and get then, the win, so the I have, win, I have a physical win. diary,
1: right? And yeah. so I physically see all the, all yeah. the things I've like, crossed like, let's ho- go. go out. Fuck Oppo- opposed to something which is sort of more digital yeah. and, and like yeah. gone into the ether, right? When it's done, I'm physically seeing my week through the opening yeah. diary where I'm, I have that on purpose yeah. so I can actually see what's being done. You can done. go, fucking
0: nailed it today. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I've, had it, right. I've, had, I've had
0: a big week. And then that builds
1: up. Exactly, right? And it's that extra enthusiasm to keep going and do it again. Because you
0: have to take action, don't you? and it requires evidence you're crossing those things off exactly. that's the evidence that I've been taking action exactly. in black and white you know and what I'm saying think, On I think that for a
1: lot of people is what they, they don't do enough of they don't have to ex- explicitly do that but I think for me that's something that's been very helpful is quite literally seeing uh, what I've done is because a lot of people do a lot of little things which it will accumulate into something significant, but they belittle it to the point where they either don't note it down or they yep. just mentally belittle it's it. Gone. And it's gone and it's done and they don't have any evidence that they have completed it. Whereas if you have something uh, that is – you have a list, whatever it may be, s- small, big, whatever it is, and you just pop down what you do on the day, for instance, and you have it on a more uh, regular, visible Sort of platform, I got it on my desk at home. I see it every day and I can see how much I'm getting through. And I'll, there will always be more on my day and more on my plate than I'm able to get through, but I like that. And I've gotten comfortable with the fact that no, everything, nothing, I never get through everything. You know,
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's never ending because you always find something else. It doesn't matter what level you get to. There's yeah. always going to be something, and if you always have that illusion in your head: I'm going to get everything done. Mm. You're never going to get everything no. done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you've got to you get comfortable. Even that. if you delegate you everything, you find something because else because there's always yeah. more
2: growth that yeah. you want. And to yeah. use your analogy, if, you, your, if your whiteboard was the size of this table and you start here mm. and you don't take any action, within a week it's the size of this fucking table. Then you're mm. like, where the hell do I start? Yeah. You're just chipping away at it, yeah. keeping it here. Mm. This size, otherwise it just grows. And so mm. it just fucking take action.
0: Hundred percent, can Take fucking action. It can't get overwhelmed with those I think that's where most people go wrong though, right? Because overwhelm is, you put yourself. In well, the, overwhelm is self-inflicted. Think about it. You had this massive list which you know is not realistic. That's fine though mm. as long as you get your top three things or whatever, one or two things non-negotiable. But people make these lists which are unrealistic. They overwhelm themselves mm. and then anxiety monster pops up. Don't take action, you know? So you have got to be realistic about like, what if I could do these one or two things by the end of the day, then I'm a winner. Mm. You know know what I I mean? Celebrate that. I think a a lot of that, to your point, a lot of that is uh,
1: not so much unrealistic, but they don't have the right framework to be successful in it, right? So rather than looking at a long-term goal, as uh, sort of just, oh, I want to achieve this. All right, cool. But what are the actionable steps day to day that are going to get you there, right? So if you want, exactly right. If you want to build to a 200 kilo squat, if you want to build a business to this, if you want to do this, you want to do that. All right, cool. That's the direction by which you want to travel towards. But focusing on the end goal isn't going to get you there. It's going to be a matter of, all right, where I am now? Where am I now? Sorry. I want to get to that point, that destination. And you, all right, cool. That's the direction I need to travel. All right, and then you do it again, and what the sort of steps you need to do in order to get towards that? And yes, very much. You're just building a wall one brick at a time, very slow over time. But eventually, that pile of bricks starts to resemble a wall, and before you know it, it's a wall. But if you just look at that pile of bricks and go, uh, you know, it's going to take a long time. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like it's not a wall yet. It it takes a while. It's momentum. You've got to be patient with it.
0: You've got to be patient, and even if it doesn't work out, you've acquired skills Mm. along the way. And you've learned, and you've got got the calluses, yeah, and you've got more resilience. I think it's a perspective, isn't Mm. it? Anyway, let's let's okay. wrap it up there. Nice one, lads. Yeah, let's go and do round two now, let's let's shall go we? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's over and out. <laughs>